Hi, my name is Danielle Day, and I am the founder and the director and lead trainer for Open Up Yoga Teacher Training. I'm here with a recent graduate, Julie Kotz, who we are so very proud of. She's just taken her verbal final, and she had her family come take class. Julie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Good to be here. So who came and took your class? My husband, my mother, and my two daughters, Isabel and Aubrey. I was so proud of you. Everything that we worked on in training, you did in real time, in real life. Tell me what was going through your mind. I just wanted them all to be able to practice. And it felt so good to walk in and see them there. I was really nervous beforehand, but once I walked through the door, that all went away and I just wanted to be there in the moment with them. Well, the video that we were able to capture while you took your class showcases exactly that. And I'm so grateful that you have told me that I'm able to use this to help future teachers in training. What are you hoping to inspire others towards with your good work? I just want to share the beauty of yoga and like the goodness and peace and grounding that it can bring. And that it's not about the postures or how far you can stretch or how high you can go, but it's about being in the moment on your mat, not thinking about everything else and just being there. Right on. And you've got a wonderful style that holds space for people to find exactly that. What inspired you to your journey? What inspired you to take up the path? I'm a mother of five. I have I had five children in seven years. I'm very thankful to be a mother, and I've been a stay-at-home mom for almost 13 years. And a few years ago, I just started searching for something where I could just feel a little more grounded in the busyness of motherhood, of life, of trying to keep all the schedules rolling and everything going, and the dinners and the laundry. And so I discovered yoga, and I wasn't able to make it to a gym or a studio because I had littles at home. So I would roll out my mat at home, and there would be little people everywhere, and I would practice. Sometimes they would join me, sometimes they wouldn't. But I noticed that every day where I got a practice in, in my morning hours, I was a much calmer, more collected person woman, mother, wife, and that just really started to resonate in me. And the journey flowed further, and I started to want to share about it with people. And my daughter, is my youngest, is going to kindergarten this year. And I thought, well, maybe I should look into this teacher training thing. I was a little hesitant because I haven't been in school for a really long time. I wasn't sure if it would be, like, you know, my thing, if I was, had been practicing long enough, if I was smart enough. So there's that self-doubt. And then the doors just started opening. My husband was really encouraging and excited. My kids were excited. My friends and family were rooting for me, and they were like, go for it. And so here I am. How did it feel to be away from all of the kids and the laundry in the house for 10 hours a day, day in, day out, for several weeks in a row? That was a brand new experience for me. 
it really made me even more thankful for the time I get with them to kiss them goodbye in the morning and not get home for 12 hours. That was really hard on my mom heart. But at the same time, they were having so much fun with family and friends and their babysitters and their daddy. <laughs> they got all this extra quality time that they wouldn't have gotten otherwise. He took them camping, he, did, he floated the river with them, so he was filling in while mama was gone. And um, I think it ultimately made us stronger. What was that one moment where you were getting ready to go and you kind of had your heart wrapped around like, oh, should I be doing this? Remember what one of the little said? Yeah, my little my littlest was in the kitchen and I was having that guilt where like, oh my gosh, I'm leaving again tomorrow. I just need to be with them. I've been gone so much. And then she looked up at me and said, mama, it's like we get a new party every day. And I looked at her, and I was like, what? She's like, we had this babysitter today, and I got to play with so-and-so, and tomorrow, this person's coming over, and it's so fun. And I was like, wow, maybe I don't have to feel so guilty after all. She's having a lot of fun. And this whole thing about your littlest going to kindergarten, like, that's a big step forward. Is she going to go to full-day kindergarten? She is. Okay, so how did this little, you know, season, this moment, this little bit of your life in this transition period prep you guys for what's to come? Well, she's been with me all day, every day for five years. She's heading off to kindergarten. I offered preschool to her, but she wasn't interested, so... I was fine with that. And now she's heading off to kindergarten full time without me. So I think this month of training has kind of set her up. Mama hasn't been around as much. She's had to spend time and listen to and interact with other people. So sending her off to kindergarten like this, I think, could have could be a blessing. Oh, my God. And it starts tomorrow, doesn't it? She... School does start tomorrow, and then she goes to full-time on Friday. So I get a few days with my baby before oh, she heads out. That's awesome. So how do you plan to spend that time? I'm going to let her pick something fun to do, whether it's the beach or the children's museum or something special that she gets to choose. Then we're going to do a little kindergarten clothes shopping. Oh, that's so special. So one thing that I'm always excited to help people understand about our program is that if you miss time in any given session, it's okay. We have a plan for making up time. Given your understanding of how I've explained it to you, will you explain how it goes? Because a lot of people... They look at the dates on the calendar, they say, ooh, I can't do it this time because I'm going to miss that one weekend, or gosh, I have that one afternoon, I can't do it. What's the, what's the arrangement as you understand it? I think for any of us, it's really difficult to commit to a long period of time. Like this training was 10 hours a day, five days a week, four weeks in a row. And especially for me with a big family, I looked at that schedule and I was like, I don't know if I can do it. But then I spoke with Danielle, and I loved how she explained that it was a boutique program and that if I had to miss some days to spend time with my family, there was no problem making that up down the road. And I think that's what really sold me on this program is because there's things that come up that are very important to me, like a few days at the ocean with my family right before school starts. 
And I didn't have to feel bad. I didn't have to feel like I was skipping or missing. She was very supportive. Like, hey, girl, go be with your family. That's important. You can make it up later. Yeah. And dude, so yesterday you taught a flawless couple of classes to me and your teammate. So did you really miss when you were out? No. And I still am practicing at home and going through the flows. And so... um, Yeah. Doing yoga on the beach was really special for part of my practice. What was that like? It was amazing. I was spending time with some women, some friends at the beach, and we were talking about yoga, and they looked at me and said, hey, girl, will you teach a sunset class on the beach? And I was like, "Uh, never done it before, but sure, let's go. So what was that like when, when they said, let's do it, and you had your grasp, like you had this much in your hand of your craft, of your abilities, of your knowledge, of your skills? How did it feel to just suddenly you were up? It was a little bit scary. And of course, there's that self-doubt that starts to trickle in. But then I was like, yes, I will. I can. Let's go. And so I pushed that doubt aside and I got my mat and we headed down to the beach and the sun was going down and nobody cared that all my poses were perfect or not or, you know, straight from the book. All they wanted to do was yoga. Yeah, did they care about the nuances of like the cueing, you know, all the picky little details I teach you about how you instruct? Like, did they care? No. I was nervous, but then I looked at their faces and they were just happy to be doing yoga as the sun was going down and the waves were crashing. And I was like, this is what it's about. It is. When you told that story, when you came back, I was so elated because that's the deal. A lot of people do teacher training to deepen their own practice, and that's great. And a lot of people come into the journey and they say, I probably won't teach in studios. That's fine. There's going to come a day where there's a bunch of people looking to you for some peace, for some ease for some guidance. And with this process, we've given you some skills. We've given you your lines. We've given you a sequence. We've given you the transitions, the adjustments, the sensibilities around music, timing, all levels. And so at the end of the day, that's all that matters. I'm so happy that we're taking a second to talk together before you go to lunch in a couple of minutes, because I was telling you earlier that I was excited to share with the podcast. When I came in to work today, my goal was to buy some food for a little party because I knew your family was coming in. Madison was going to bring some friends. And the checker at the supermarket, she was noticing me <laughs> dressed like this with glitter <laughs> and buying <laughs> stuff. And she's like, what are you doing today? And I'm like, oh, thanks for asking. I'm teaching a workshop and we're having a party. She's like, well, what kind of workshop? I'm like, I'm a yoga teacher trainer. She says, oh, yoga. And I go, I go do you practice? She goes, when I was in rehab, beating my opioid addiction, they brought some yoga teachers in to help us. And I had heard that yoga would be good for my recovery. I had heard yoga would be good for my healing, but I couldn't do any of it. So I was left out and I was really sad. And I'm like leaving the supermarket and I started to tear up and I thought, you know what? Here's what we're after. We're after creating classes and experiences where all levels, all the time in real time can come in and kick it and feel good and supported. What were some of the things that we worked on in training that you know you've got a grasp of to help people who are curvy, people with dad bods, classic rockers, we like to call the wiser people, the elders. What, what do you feel like you've got a grip on so that when you have an opportunity to serve, maybe even in that space where you're helping a specific 
you know, community, healing, and dealing with what life has served them. What do you feel like you got up your sleeve if you're not teaching a group of yogis and yoga teachers? I want to make sure that they always know that just because they are not going as far as someone else might be going in the room, that the pose that they're in is just as valuable, beautiful, worthy as anything else. To offer the initial pose and say, this is it. If you'd like to go further, then there is this. Both are best. Yay. I love that you resonated with that both are best because it's a really great memo, isn't it? Why do people need to hear that? Because we're so used to comparing ourselves to everyone around us, to feeling judged, feeling watched. But when you come into our yoga studio, you don't need to feel that. That's right. Yay. Oh, I'm so grateful. I'm so proud of you. I will never take credit for how awesome you are, but I will always be proud to call you an alumni, Julie. What's your next step? Where can people find you? Where are you going to teach? Tell us a little bit more. You could drop some names, some places, some details. What's what's your plan? I am from Monroe. I'm a country girl. Woo! Country girl at heart. Um, I'm hoping to drop a resume off at a couple local places there. Bliss Yoga Studio in Monroe. I've practiced there. I love it. Um, there's a CrossFit gym, Rebel Mel's. Nice. And then there's Sparks Hot Yoga in Snohomish we I was going to visit. Love. We love those communities. Snohomish County is, is, we might as well be in Los Angeles because literally everywhere you turn, there's another community popping up. So I love that you get to serve in that space. And it's growing. I feel like Snohomish County right now is Bellevue when I was in elementary school. Like it's it's the next big humongous thing. And you're at the forefront. So when people come to take your class, what's your encouragement? Imagine somebody's never taken yoga, but they know you. What do they need to know to come into your class? Come as you are. Come one, come all. Leave your tension at the door if there is any. Any. Any tension. <laughs> And just roll your mat out and be in the moment. Awesome. No judgment. Awesome. No comparison. Right? No judgment. No comparison. Like a little part of us dies when we're telling our very favorite person, I'm teaching, come take. What sometimes do we hear that we're surprised about hearing? You don't got to say who, but like, like what happens sometimes? Oh, I can't do yoga. I'm not flexible. Oh, I don't have the patience for that. I don't have time. It's not my thing. But, but yoga meets you where you are. What would you suggest to that person if they were at all curious? You know, like, yeah, it's like saying I'm too hungry to eat. I'm just come try it out. <laughs> see what it does for you. Exactly. It's, you don't got to be flexible. What, and you don't got to be patient. You just got to be what? You just... Just be willing. Just to, be willing. And it's our job to make them feel like that's enough. Mm -hmm. So I love your teaching because I feel like from day one, that resonated with you. I loved working with you, Julie, because I, I knew from day one, you were like, well, there's books. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, there might be tests. Mm -hmm. Like this is PTSD from school here. And oh my God, I have so much going on at home. And I'm kind of new at this. What kept you going? Like, I'm so proud of you. I think about how it was a few weeks ago, just a few weeks ago. I have a really vivid memory of the early weeks of teacher training when we were all gathered in our beautiful little studio here. The light was pouring in the window, and I looked out, and I saw an elder fumbling with his mat, shaking, 
so determined to make it to class. And it just brought tears to my eyes and I felt so inspired. And I just keep remembering that, that it was that important to him. And that memory will stay in my heart. Oh, high five. I remember when he came in. Yeah, we had a moment there. We were like, friends, that's our clients. Look around us at each other and what we can do and what we look like and how we feel. We're not our clients. Those guys are. Our mission is to help everybody come in that front door and know that we're going to do the hard part. We're going to take care of them. All they got to do is show up and get ready to just feel good. And even if it's just for an hour, even if it's for like a minute inside of an hour initially, <laughs> keep coming back. So again, thank you so much, Julie, for letting me share your journey. Thanks, friends. Danielle. Oh, you're so very welcome. Friends, you're going to really hear a lot from Julie. She is a distributor for Young Living. So she's going to be a real expert in our industry for helping people optimize healthy living with essential oils. She's also ge geeking out on Ayurveda and nutrition. Okay. So this is going to be somebody to really look towards for healthy living, eating, breathing, thinking, moving, and just being a happy person. She's a surfer. How cool is that? She's a mom. And you guys, you have a real friend in this person. So really, if you hear this and you know somebody out there wants to try yoga, maybe they live in the Snohomish County area, they're a little nervous, have them reach out for Julie. You can find her on Facebook. Her last name is spelled K-A-U-T-Z. Her first name is spelled J-U-L-I. Is there a website yet or any other way to find you? Quite. We'll just check in with our buddies at Bliss. We love you guys so much. All right, everybody, thank you for listening and roll out your mat soon at your local studio and get in touch with your breath and may you find peace and ease. And as ever, thank you for listening. Namaste. Namaste.